Greetings and welcome to the OK Jazz Podcast, episode number 96, Sunday, February 24th, 2019. I am James Cashbowl, Mr. OK Jazz, coming to you as always from the rough and gritty streets of North Yokohama in Japan. OK Jazz is a show with no genres, borders, or rules, just anything and everything that's been on my playlist over the last couple of weeks. Well, we kicked off the show today with the drumming sounds of the Yoruba people of Nigeria, playing the bata drums, B-A-T-A. The bata drums are used not just for music, but also as a way of communicating. They can recite prayers, they can make greetings and announcements, they can even tell jokes. There's a really great podcast episode on the Afropop Worldwide homepage called Ancient Text Messages. This is all about the bata drums and how they are able to speak to one another using different tones. Absolutely fascinating show. I'll make sure to link that up on the podcast page for you. Well, as you may have guessed on today's program, we are going to Nigeria. The huge nation in West Africa is home to almost 200 million people. There are a dozen major languages with hundreds of dialects. Nigeria is also the economic powerhouse of the region, and of course, an unbelievable musical country. Now, it's gonna be impossible to cover all the styles of Nigerian music in one short program, but we're gonna hit a couple different genres, best as we can, from some of the Nigerian music in my own personal collection. I've got about 20, 25 CDs or so and 10 or so albums on vinyl and at least another 30 or 40 albums on MP3 of various types of music from Nigeria. I want to share a couple of my favorites with you. We're going to be hearing from all three of the major ethnic groups of Nigeria, the Yoruba of the Southwest, the Igbo of the Southeast, and the Hausa of the Northern States like Kano. As with so many ex-European colonies, the borders of Nigeria were very arbitrary when it became an independent country in 1960, and Nigeria has had a very turbulent political history to say the least, with a brutal civil war and on and off military rule. But thankfully, as I'm recording this podcast today, Nigeria is in the process of sorting out a peaceful presidential election. So my prayers are with all the citizens of that great country that it all goes smoothly in the coming weeks. But let's get into the music then. This awesomely groovy tune in the background behind me is Prince Nico Umbarga. This is a kind of sound called Ibo High Life. High Life music will be familiar to many OK Jazz listeners. That's a sound that started in the 1920s in what today is Ghana. It was a horn and brass led music, but eventually the electric guitar was incorporated. As on this tune called Aki Special, you can hear some absolutely gorgeous guitar grooves from the prince himself. Take it away, Nico. OK Jazz, episode number 96, Nigeria Music Special. Make we go, Niger!
That's from one of the current queens of Nigerian pop music, a song called Tumbum by Yemi Alade. Yemi Alade is a major, major star in Nigeria since 2009, and increasingly throughout all of Africa. And she brings a real necessary female voice to a musical culture that's often still heavily dominated by old-fashioned masculinity. And Yemi sings a lot about being a powerful, free woman, financially, emotionally, and sexually. Well, this style of pop music is called Afrobeats, with an S at the end. Nothing at all to do with the funky Afrobeat sound of the 70s, which we'll hear a bit more later on. Afrobeats is kind of a tricky genre to describe, but basically sounds like we just heard from Yemi Alade. And on this next tune, a major hit in 2014 by an artist called Wizkid. This tune called Uje Legba was a global hit, and it led to Wizkid working with North American artists like Drake, a bit of cross-Atlantic collaboration. This is really the sound of modern young Africa. Wizkid doing Oje Legba from his 2014 album Ayo. It's legendary beats. Oh, me and see. 
Yeah, that is way up my street. Music from the north of Nigeria, a bit of Hausa rap there. Sung in the Hausa language by Husseini Danko and Ado Gwanja. And that was a tune called Rike Ra Ayinka. It was a completely different type of sound there from the previous two tracks we heard, which were based in Lagos. Um, the house of part of the country has a much more Arab influence to it, and you can even hear a strong Indian film music sound in there as well, but of course with local rhythms and those omnipresent vocoder vocals. Now, I listen to a lot of contemporary Nigerian music preparing this show, and easily 75% of the songs use those processed vocals. A little bit of an acquired taste, I have to say. Well, the Hausa people make up 25% of the population of Nigeria. Um, they're mainly Muslim. There's also a Hausa population in the neighboring countries, like Niger, and the language is spoken in several places around the region. Now, I know for me in America, we're much more aware of the Yoruba people and their culture in Nigeria, but in actuality, the Hausa uh, have the highest percentage of the population of the country. Again, to learn more about the music and people of the Hausa region, check the Afropop Worldwide podcast page. You can find a couple incredible shows there in their Hip Deep series about Nigeria. I believe that was a six-part series recorded on location. Okay, very different direction now. Um, people thinking of African music don't often acknowledge the rock scenes that happened in places like Zimbabwe, South Africa, and also Nigeria. I have a wonderful CD compilation called Wake Up You, The Rise and Fall of Nigerian Rock, 1972-1977, to Rock in the Wake of War. It's a beautiful package uh, with a 100-page booklet full of photographs and essays about the time in Nigeria after the Biafran War in the early 70s. The Biafran War was Nigeria's civil war, and it almost tore the country apart resulting in more than 2 million deaths. It remains today a major issue in Nigeria, as a lot of the reasons for the war were never really resolved. Let's get back into the music, though. Check this groovy rocker out, a band called The Strangers, recorded in 1972 in Lagos, a tune called Onye Ije, Nigerian Rock. How cool is that?
heavy sounds there with some slightly off-key vocals. The group is called Warhead Constriction, and it was a song called Graceful Bird. You know, I was so excited to get this compilation on the rock scene. Highly recommend it if you are at all interested in Nigeria or African rock in general. It's called Wake Up You, The Rise and Fall of Nigerian Rock, 1972-1977. Well, the 1970s hit Africa like it did the rest of the world, and that means with the funk. James Brown visited Africa several times. And of course, American music's foundation goes back to African rhythms. Well, I probably have got more than 25 albums with some variant of African or Afro-funk in the title. There are just dozens and dozens of these kinds of compilations now. And this is a great one called Nigeria Disco Funk Special, The Sound of the Underground Lagos Dance Floor, on the always excellent Soundways record label. What a title that is, and what grooves on this album. Just imagine how funky Lagos would have been in the 1970s. Here is the tune Motaginya by the group Voices of Darkness. You're going to have to get up and shake your ass a little bit to this one. Thank you. 
We're listening to the wonderful sound of Femi Akinyemi and his Juju Lucky Stars. Man, the band names in Nigeria, they're just so cool, right? This is, of course, Juju Music, a style born out of the palm wine guitar music that was played along the coast of West Africa as early as the 1920s and 30s on guitar. But Juju developed in a unique way using call and response uh, Yoruba language vocals and the dundun. That's that incredible sounding talking drum that you hear alongside guitars, including the pedal steel guitar, giving it that kind of Hawaiian twangy sound. Well, the most famous Juju album outside Nigeria is, of course, King Sonny Ade's 1982 album, just called Juju Music. This was a record put out by Island Records in their attempt to find an African version of Bob Marley that they could promote around the world. But even though the album sold a little bit, it just wasn't that popular. Um, 
Juju music is not so initially catchy. It takes a while to open up its kind of sound. The story is a lot more complicated than that, but I'll leave it to you to go read some more about it. What's important to remember is just that Juju music is very concentrated for the most part among the Yoruba people. Uh, the songs are very long, usually the entire side of an album, and they're rarely if ever sung in English from what I've heard. And so this limited its appeal overseas in comparison to the wildly popular Afrobeat. But for me, Juju kicks some serious ass. The guitar playing and the dun-dun talking drums are so hypnotic. Some names to check out for some more Juju music. Uh, as I mentioned, King Sonny Ade. Also, Chief Commander Ebenezer Obe and his Inter-Reformers band. And uh, I've got a couple records by this guy, Admiral Dele Abiodun and his Top Hitters Band. I'll be sure to get these names up to the program page for you. Let's get back into it then. Fantastic Juju music from the Yoruba people in Nigeria. This is Femi Akinyemi and his Juju Lucky Stars. <laughs>
I could listen to Juju music all day long. We'll fade it out a little bit though, just give you a quick note. Um, if you are in the Tokyo metropolitan area and are interested in learning more about Nigeria, please go to the Isogie Africa Bar and Restaurant, which is in Shinjuku Sanchome. Uh, the owner there, Lucky San, is a good friend of mine. He's been running the place for more than 13 years now. He cooks up Nigerian food, plays African music and videos. And on the menu, he has a lot of information in Japanese and English about Nigerian culture and the people. It's just a wonderful spot. That is Isogie Africa Bar. E-S-O-G-I-E. Very easy to find right in the middle of Shinjuku Sanchome. Well, I hope you enjoyed this short but special episode of the podcast, listening to some tunes from Nigeria. I certainly had a blast putting it together. As always, check the program page at Tokyo Jazz Site for the playlist. I've also got that up on Instagram. 
We're going to go out then from one, uh, no doubt, the most famous Nigerian musician of the 20th century. It's, of course, Fela Kuti playing the music he helped to create called Afrobeat. I don't think he really needs any more introduction, uh, but just to say that the authorities in Nigeria at the time did not appreciate Fela's constant criticism of their corruption and violence, and eventually they stormed his compound, attacking everyone in there and burning it partially to the ground. Fela was one of the great heroes of musical resistance, and legend even today. Here is his song about the storming of his home, called Kalakuta Show. This is Fela Kuti featuring the legend Tony Allen on drums. Check the beats that kick this one off. And all prayers to Nigeria that the current election will lead to brighter days in the near future. We'll be back soon with the next edition of the program. Until then, James
and we dey see him every day. Make we talk something we never talk before, and we dey see him every Oh, 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 oh,
the full line. Everybody, get the run, bubble wire, get the jump. Everybody, the scatter. Everybody, Yeah. 